Genre. Hello and welcome back to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Rocky one minute at a time. I'm Doug Greenberg. And I'm Jason Haynes. And joining us, another one-third of the Indiana Jones Minute crew, Pete Mummert. Pete, welcome. Thanks. And there's there's no way I'm getting close to topping my co-host from a couple weeks ago, Jerry Porter. That was some good stuff. <laughs> it was some good stuff, but don't sell yourself short. You are <laughs> you're quite entertaining yourself. So <laughs> thank you. No problem. Uh, today, we're knocking out Minute 81, which begins with Mickey teaching Rocky about becoming a dangerous poison. <laughs> and it ends with a smitten Rocky. <laughs> so last week, uh, the scene started in the gym. He's training. Uh, uh-huh. Mickey, Mickey tells Mike to tie the string between Rocky's ankles uh, to teach him balance. He says if he has balance, he becomes a dangerous fighter. Or as Mickey calls him, dangerous poison. <laughs> I love that, like uh, old time Jewish accent he's yeah, got going on. Yeah, I do too. Is this this whole thing's got kind of a, at least to me, kind of a Star Wars feel to it. it you know, like Luke became a Jedi in like three days, and somehow <laughs> Mickey's going to turn Rocky into a heavyweight champion. And like, what he has like four weeks, five weeks. Yeah, it was five weeks from, yeah, from the press conference. And he, I guess he didn't have Mickey right away either. So he, I mean. You know, maybe he's got a month, but that's, it's pretty, like, I wonder if you actually had a month to train for something like this, if a month would actually, of solid training would actually help you or would actually hinder you. Like if the whole time you're in the ring, you're thinking, oh, wait a minute, I got a string between my feet. Like, what do I got? I got to do my balance. I got to do my balance. <laughs> well, the, uh, the way, the condition we saw him in during his first run after he brought Mickey on board. That's true. There, yeah. there is no way that. that <laughs> Five weeks is enough to get from that to less than 15 rounds of, of yeah. brutalization. <laughs> wait, wait, what did we say that, that run was? The run to the museum that first time? How many like miles is that? Six, uh, 6.5 or so, six, 6 miles. This guy, he has a terrible diet. He smokes. Uh-huh. And he ran six miles on his like first training morning. So that's, that's not bad. <laughs> 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 All right. Point well taken. And as far as the Star Wars thing, like, Rocky's been fighting for like 15 years. So there's like a. That's true. That's true. He's got. He wasn't yeah. practicing to be a Jedi for 15 years when. That's a good point. <laughs> there's at least something to work with here, Luke. Yeah, nothing there. <laughs> Although maybe that might be. That actually might work to his disadvantage if he's just got nothing but bad habits he has to unlearn. Oh, good point. That's true. Because he does say, like, he, he doesn't have good footwork. He says that right here in this scene. Mm-hmm. Fights like a gorilla. F- fights like a goddamn ape, like, <laughs> like Mickey <Eight> says. <laughs> Well, here we are. Uh, a couple of chicken asses interrupt Rocky's training. <laughs> <laughs> they okay. Wait, were they? Wait, oh no, were they weren't chicken asses? Didn't he say move your little chicken asses? Yeah, it's not necessarily the saying they're chicken asses. It's like if you had a chicken ass, you could get your chicken ass. <laughs> uh, Is that have- creepy that this like eighty year old man? goes immediately from talking to these two teenagers to talking about Rocky's sex life. Like Like it's like a triggered something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like it's a weird segue for, for Mickey to see those. That's a nice top you just pulled up there and you can (laughs) (laughs) say opened up the wrong window. Shopping for a three button blouse. (laughs) (laughs) My wife is Christmas shopping. (laughs) Clearly. 
I looked up chicken ass on <laughs> Urban Dictionary. Uh-huh. And uh, the first, I mean, neither, there's two definitions. Neither of them really, really fit, but this one I found funny. When a woman's shorts and or bikini go up in the crack of her rear end, <laughs> so far as to create an interesting dichotomy between the two cheeks. A super wedgie created of your own device. Huh. I like how they, they call it a dichotomy. <laughs> I mean, it means it's a high class thing. <laughs> I actually, if you if you uh, listeners stay tuned until the end of the week, maybe Thursday or Friday, I actually have a Urban Dictionary that is going to blow that one away. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice. It's a little teaser. <laughs> See that? Like it might teaser. be one of the funniest Urban Dictionary definitions I've ever seen before. And I found it. I was looking for something else, and I stumbled upon it. But it's relevant in a way. Okay. <laughs> All right. So they, uh, the girls interrupt. A couple of teenage girls interrupt Rocky and ask for his autograph. And Mickey growls at him. Get out of here! So it tells him, "Don't you ever interrupt me while I'm conducting my business. Move your little chicken asses out." But then he snatches the girl's aut- autograph book out of her hand. And she snatches it right back from him. She's not having any of his shit. <laughs> so teenagers, even back in the 70s, were uh, yeah. little bitches. <laughs> Sorry for our teenage listeners. Is is he an intimidating character? Like, would you would you think teenagers would naturally be intimidated by Mickey? Or do you think they would just kind of do whatever they want with him? Oh, man. Back then, I, th- it surprises me. I have My high school baseball coach was was an old school salty guy, kind of like Mickey, and he uh-huh. scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, nowadays, probably not because yeah, old school sure. guys, they don't make old school guys. That's like true. Anymore. That's true. And like Jay said, teenagers don't care anymore. So there you go. Yeah. And back then, you knew that old school guys used to be like new school guys, <laughs> like I had some, like yeah, a fight yeah. or something at some point. Right. Yeah. Old school back then, like were guys that fought in World War II and mm-hmm. you know, the guys you were intimidated by. Yeah. Like you said, Pete, he segues from the chicken asses to telling Rocky to lay off that pet shop dame because women weaken legs. <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know, I think it's best if we just blow past that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, just, we discussed this when we taught when the we were in the locker room scene and this sign that said no kissing was in the locker room uh, okay and we were saying that that was a uh something mickey put up no kissing because he doesn't want you hanging out with the ladies when you're training uh-huh so that and then we talked about the this part where he's <clears throat> voice is a little Right, a little horse today uh this part where he says women we can like so it's clear mickey doesn't like to mix ladies and training it's funny actually i i was curious if that was actually something people said or if that was just from this movie and almost everything i found referenced this movie but there were lots of like boxing forums or fight forums where people were asking is this a real like is this really is this true and it like people really seem to worry that this is a thing and it seems like all the latest studies say it's actually the opposite like if you have sex Mm. before a fight it would actually increase your testosterone rather than decrease it i could definitely see it but i can also see like having sex right before the fight, maybe not. <laughs> what about during? <laughs> because you, you, you do, you, you are a little uh, wobbly in the legs right after. But maybe, I mean, sure. The day before, okay. All right. I think Ronda Rousey said something like in the oh, yeah, yeah. about how she liked to have sex right before a fight or something because it relaxed her. She wanted to be relaxed in the ring, I think. Huh. I heard something about that. I'll Google it. So, yeah, I don't know. This is a tough choice for Rocky, though, because it's like the first time in his life 
he's found something that he really loves. You know, he's found Adrian and immediately something, someone comes and says, oh, you got to, you got to make a choice. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough because she, I mean, we found out that she's really hasn't had much experience with men. So she's Randy all the time. She's ready to go. And he has mm-hmm. to, he has to say no to her. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to kill him. <laughs> and her too, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm curious how much he does say no. Like I, I I know later we see him say no at least once, but, or kind of, but I wonder if that actually takes or if he just kind of like, well, yeah, sure. Nick, sure. Mickey, whatever, whatever. Yeah. The, uh, the last scene where uh, he comes home from the, the meat locker and he, pushes her away and tells her to go make the meat. He he apologizes to her and, you know, they kind of hug in the hallway. Yeah. And I was wondering if, you know, if they close the deal then. Yeah. He's yeah. a big hugway, a big hallway hugger too. <laughs> yeah. that's, kind of his, that's kind of his move. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked at this Ronda Rousey thing. It was a GQ article. Uh-huh. And it starts off by saying, it's a famous unwritten rule in sports that you're supposed to avoid sex in the days leading up to a game or in the case of a boxer, a fight. And then it goes on. So maybe that is a, a unwritten rule. Well, it says it's an unwritten rule. You have to have sex before a fight. Mm-hmm. But Rhonda said that she had as much sex as possible before a fight because for girls, it raises your testosterone. So she says she likes to have a lot of sex before a fight. Okay. Yeah. And actually I saw like, there was like a, a study at the university of Kansas where somebody said actually it it had lots of benefits like cardiovascular or it would actually increase your testosterone and it would the benefits would far outweigh whatever things would detract from your ability to perform the next day well for me the cardiovascular wouldn't work because i i understand that in order for cardio to work you have to do it for an extended period of time my heart rate you're not gonna bang for six miles before unless i unless i I run 10 miles first and then (laughs) all right this scene ends here in the movie uh in the script it continues on we touched on this very early on, when we first meet Dipper, who at that time was Mickey's pet project, he was the contender. He was the guy that was going to have the next shot at the title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy that said, I dig your locker uh-huh. to Rocky. And I said that there was going to be a payoff with him later on. And this is where it happens. So reporters and cameramen come into the into the gym right here. And uh, what does he say? We're from Channel 7, covering the pre-fight training, blah, blah, blah. Um, Rocky kind of looks at Mickey and says, should I do this? And Mickey nods and, you know, Rocky faces the glaring lights. So the guy asks Rocky, how are you preparing for your bicentennial bout? A young punchy fighter yells out, reading f***ing history books, man. (laughs) Jim explodes with laughter. (laughs) Apollo Creed says he'll let you stay three rounds before he puts you away. Apollo's a great fighter, Rocky says. And a reporter asks him if he feels like he has a chance. Rocky says, Maybe. Now, Rocky, like we've seen Rocky's admiration for Apollo Creed. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's not mm-hmm. a cocky fighter. He's not, not the guy that's going to, you know, say, yeah, I'm going to jump in that ring and kick his ass or anything. Mm-hmm. But after the reporter says, you feel like he has a chance, Rocky says, maybe. Then Mickey whispers in Rocky's ear and Rocky continues to the guy, I'm going to tear his head off. So it's, you know, mm-hmm. wow. it's not in Rocky's nature, but Mickey's, I guess. Pushing it. Yeah. yeah. So does this replace the... Uh, in the script, does this replace the TV interview in the meat locker in a couple of minutes? Uh, no, that that still takes well, place. I forgot. Mm. I'll get back to you on that. 
<laughs> Sorry about that. I, I've been no, right. I've been pouring over this script uh, the past couple of days, so uh-huh. some here and some some that's not. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And this line might sound familiar. The reporter asks, "Do you have anything derogatory to say about the champion?" Rocky says, "Derogatory? Yeah, he's great." <laughs> that was in that was from the press conference in Rocky Two, I think. I don't huh. know. Better remember. You have to tune in next year. And- <laughs> <laughs> So now, now Apollo Creed and his entourage come into the gym. The gym freezes. Everyone turns and stares in wonderment. Uh, Mickey shakes his head in disbelief. He realizes now it's a publicity stunt. Apollo approaching Rocky. Italian Stallion, I come over to tell you that you be very smart. And after this fight, donate what's going to be left of your body to science. You know, doing what Apollo does. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Dipper stands in the far ring. The attention Rocky is receiving makes him a killer. Dipper moves across the room like a large snake. He brushes people aside and steps behind Rocky. <clears throat> he nudges him. Rocky thinks it's an accident and ignores it. Dipper pushes hard and Rocky looks questioningly at him. Dipper says, you're nothing, boy. Apollo stops his sales pitch mid-sentence and the television crew faces Dipper. Mickey says, what are you doing? Mickey says, uh, Dipper says, this pig's taking my shot. I'm the contender. He's nothing. Dipper tells Rocky to spar, spar me in front of these TV dudes. I'll knock your ass to Jersey. <laughs> God. Dipper's fat black trainer holds out his hands and Dipper slaps him soul style. What the? F- <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> Come on, WAP, spar with me. Let everybody see who's got the heat around here. Uh, silence looms over the gym. Apollo's apprehensive. The scene is becoming too real. The frightened television crew slyly begins putting away their expensive equipment. <laughs> Dipper, continuing insanely, man, you best keep them cameras out. Fight me, boy. Let Creed here see the kind of punk he's fighting. Mike, little Mike, his trainer, forces his way through the crowd and stands behind Rocky. And Mike tries to step in and kind of get Rocky out of there. Dipper suddenly steps forward and slaps Rocky very hard across the side of the head. The gym becomes stone cold. Dipper's in total command and enjoying every moment of it. Dipper says, if you're afraid to fight me, then get down and kiss my feet. Mickey now steps in and tries to pull Rocky away. Rocky swallows his pride. He still has the string around his ankles. He's starting to shuffle away with Mickey. Dipper steps forward and viciously slaps Rocky again. Mike jumps forward. Dipper cuts loose with a hook and knocks Mike flat. The room reeks of fear. Apollo's eyes flicker back and forth between Rocky and Dipper. Apollo taps his bodyguards and they begin and they begin to ease away. And he tells Mike, now, now boy, kiss my feet. Rocky eyes his friend laying on the floor. He shuffles towards and stands before Dipper. Uh, Rocky looks at Mickey, then lowers his eyes to Dipper. Dipper smiles. Rocky starts to bend toward the shoes. Without warning, he explodes with a pair of combination into Dipper's exposed ribs. A crack is heard, and Dipper sinks to the floor, writhing in pain. The room is silent except for Dipper's moaning. Apollo is stunned by the scene. The gym has become a very gloomy place. He eyes Rocky with admiration and a hint of apprehension. I don't know why this wasn't filmed. Maybe because it really doesn't have any bearing on the on the end game. Mm-hmm. But it does show that Apollo Creed sees that he's messing with the wrong guy. He picked mm-hmm. the he picked the wrong like obscure bum. Mm-hmm. I like it for that reason. See, I kind of like the way it it was filmed because th- this way you kind of get Apollo Creed kind of gets surprised and is come up and in a little in a way at the end. And that way he kind of maybe sees it coming a little more cuz it in in the movie we don't actually know if Rocky can fight at all until the the big fight. Right. And we're we're going to see even later on this week when uh somebody else in his party is worried about seeing Rocky do what Rocky does. Mm-hmm. Apollo doesn't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, maybe if this scene was in there, he would have paid a little more attention when Duke was telling him, you got to come see this kid. So did, did Sylvester Stallone write 
that scene, like, did he write everything in that script or did he write most of what's in the movie or did this get a second pass by somebody else? He is the writer. He's credited as the writer. He is the uh-huh. writer. Uh, his original script, it was it was a lot darker, the story. Uh-huh. Uh, the story was supposed to have Mickey being a, a terrible, awful racist and, and Rocky throws a fight in the end and walks out on Mickey and turns his back on the boxing world altogether. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wow. It was just left with him and Adrian and, and nothing else. Uh-huh. But somewhere down the line, they ditched that idea. And this is the idea they came up with. Uh, we, we've touched on other scenes that were in the script that didn't make it to the movie. Not not scenes, but moments. You know, that uh-huh. this was the real, the only like really long scene that was in the script that didn't make it to the movie. I do like that. I do like that there's a little bit of animosity, you know, that shows up from Dipper, like that kind of plays into the movie that way. Yeah, earlier on, he when Rocky was down on his luck, he got thrown out of his locker, and yeah, you know, Dipper gives him some shit, and Rocky just kind of tucks his tail and leaves. So Rocky getting his payback here w- would have been nice, but it's an unnecessary scene. I agree. So we leave the gym finally. We see Rocky running down the street in his bum outfit, as Jerry called it, <laughs> minus the hat. He's not wearing his hat, <laughs> but he's running. You see what he's running in, Jay? Are you with us still? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? What are we talking about here? Yes. Well, he's running down the street. This guy's Chuck Taylor's on again. Yeah. Have you ever tried to run in Chuck Taylor's like that? Yeah. Yes. We talked about this when he went for his long yeah. run in his Chuck yeah. Taylor's and the, the worst shoes to run. You might as well, you yeah. better put the boxes, but in the boxes. Yeah. yeah. Feet, going. <laughs> They're notorious for being flat sold. Yeah. Yeah. I like these, these two kids though that yell yo at him. Is, was that a... Is that a Rocky thing or is that a thing that people yelled in the in the 70s in Philadelphia? For this instance, it was a Rocky thing because – stand by. John Alveson, the director, said he wanted to have his two sons play the two kids. Oh, wow. Uh, but at the time, they didn't want to be bothered. <laughs> but they grew up to regret not doing it and they <laughs> – they tell people that it was them that that was in the scene anyway. <laughs> they lie. <laughs> they lie. But not not just the uh, the Chuck Taylors. He he's running in jeans, his leather jacket, and his you know his bum gray sweater. <laughs> and the the air. Can you imagine walking down a street and see somebody in just short of a sprint air punching? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they'd send him to the nut house. <laughs> If you'd catch him, he's a big guy. Like that'd be, that'd be like everyone would just move out of the way. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's definitely an imposing figure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my question about the kids was: Did those kids know him from the neighborhood, or is this just to illustrate his newfound fame? Oh, that's a good question. I uh, know. I think they all knew him because in the the whole beginning of the movie, before his newfound fame, everybody seemed to know him everywhere he went. You know, people were yelling. The kids in front of the convenience store that day with with uh, Marie. Marie. They all knew him. Yeah. I think everybody just knows him from the neighborhood. Rocky just, as if they're not even there, <laughs> just, <laughs> just runs right past them. What are they doing? Are they, they, what are those stick things they're playing with? Skip things? Stick, like they're hitting sticks or something. Are they? Oh, he's talking about the two little kids on the ground here. Oh, yeah. Oh, those oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I didn't even oh, see shit. those two. These, these two. Where's their parents? These are young kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I never saw these two kids. It looks like sword fights. Star no Star Wars wasn't it's even out then. Star Wars, yeah, yeah. 
I'm playing lightsabers. I think in the <laughs> 70s in Philly, you, you pretty much played with whatever you found lying around in the streets. <laughs> yeah, those are a couple of heroin needles. They're just, <laughs> <laughs> just slapping at each other. Yeah. It looks like they're having fun, though. Yeah, they're having a yeah. time in their life. Yeah. So yeah. one kid wearing like a like a captain of a ship hat. Uh, <laughs> one kid in the back. No, they're both like beanie, like scullies. Uh, okay. Uh, so he runs up to his house to find Adrian sitting on the front step, dressed like Santa Claus. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> Why are these two kids just sitting on the, sh- the sidewalk in Philadelphia by themselves? These are like, that's what you did back then. Like, you know, like, like yeah, they, I was going to say three or four, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, good. We're. So uh, Rocky tells her she looks great. This one, this one kid, the two kids that say, "Yo, Rocky, we're walking." Mm-hmm. This one has has chicken ass. That's <laughs> <laughs> a very, very bad wet. Very bad. Notice the dichotomy between. Them. <laughs> I could definitely, you could definitely see some dichotomy in there. Go ahead, back to you. Sam. So Rocky runs up and says, "Yo," when he sees her, and she says. Yo, back at him in like I, a mocking way. I like the new Adrian. Playfully. I really, really do. She's playful now. Like, you know, mm-hmm. old Adrian in the pet shop when Rocky was like, yo, she'd like look down and look away. Yeah. And now he's like, yo, she's like, yo, like yeah. <laughs> giving it back to him. I like it. I like and it how, a lot. How long has this been? It's been like three or four days, right? She, she, she completely changed in three days. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, no more than a week. Yeah. He's, I mean, that, Rocky's kind of a miracle worker. Yeah, he yeah. is. I mean, the second date, she was trying to rub him down. And, like, <laughs> and he's like, no, go in the kitchen and make me a steak. Like, she went and did it. I, I don't know, man. He's got the move. Rocky's got something going on. He's just smitten by her, though. Yeah. And t- <laughs> just <like> Santa. <laughs> Talia Shire is it, incredible, though. Like, the way she touches her hair after he says, like, after he walks up, like, you just feel like she's the most self-conscious person in the world. Right, even even now, like when he says how great she looks, um, yeah, she's like, really, like, like you really think so? Yeah, she, she's still she's still having a hard time believing it herself. Yeah, but look at she she looks so much different than her pet shop days with the pointed glasses and the stringy greasy hair. Right, <laughs> she looks great in her Santa coat. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all I got for this minute. Yeah, man. yeah I'm good. Okay. No, no, yeah, that's all I got for this minute. All right. Pete, if you could, why don't you let our fans know where they can find you? Uh, yeah, we, we kind of do the same thing you guys do with Rocky, but with Indiana Jones. You can find us at indianajonesminute.com or wherever you find podcasts. Fantastic. And we are on Twitter, at Rocky Minute. Our Facebook listeners page is Mighty Mix. We're on duelinggenre.com. That's our host website. And you can find us on iTunes and anywhere you basically can get a podcast. So you can find the Rocky Minute. Why don't we have RockyMinute.com? Because you got to pay for websites. Oh, okay, sure, no more. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in the future, but. <laughs> so we're going to pick back up tomorrow with more Rocky and Adrian. So come back for a brand new episode of Rocky Minute. <laughs> <laughs>